0: You're listening to an episode on the NerdCore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode.
1: Soup, it's delicious.
0: Welcome back everybody to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast that reviews, movies, and talks, that nerd shit. This is episode 526, and it is your review of Cries and Whispers. As we commence our second part of Ingmar Bergman Film Month. And of course this is the Nerd Chicano here to host the show, lots of our wonderful co-host, Young Yoda.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to a
0: wonderful, wonderful, wonderful
1: Monday. Monday.
0: And of course we would not be discussing Ingmar Bergman without the person who started us on this journey.
1: Yeah, I think we skipped a couple of years because of this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Making his return since uh I want to say December of 2020. It's I, been that I
2: long, think... Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think yeah, for like a consistent month or so, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah because stami was in december 2020 we did ozu yeah. in 2021 and you didn't come on for that one but um yeah aiden is back man yeah, aiden is back, back. aiden burns bro they always end up coming back right brad what they is yours it. will find right? its way right? back. I, I
1: mean you're going to see it like all the old crew that we've had through these six seven years is going to start returning i did have a question for aiden though because yeah, uh, um if you could have a singular color for a room, what color would you have? And if the um, answer is not red, I don't know what to tell you.
2: I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I got two <laughs> colors behind me. So it'd be, be green, green or gray. Green or gray. Yeah, green, I'll is go green green. Green's green fox.
0: <laughs> like I gotta say, I chose a good color, bro. God damn that. Red. That's,
1: yeah, that, that was just a lot of tension going on with that room.
0: Oh, man, Aiden, it's been a long time. Aiden will be with us every Monday of this month as we look at Sorry, Aiden. more films by Ingmar Bergman. And, uh, yes, I'm, I'm really excited, man. Uh, Aiden, it's been a really long time, dog. Right, what you been up to? How you doing?
2: You know, just getting surgery in my abdomen and shit. You know, just thriving. <laughs> it's been incredible.
0: <laughs> People don't um, get it, bro. Like, those lights are fucking heavy, bro. Shit is heavy, dog.
2: It's yeah. Up. Don't lift shit on a film set that's over 50 pounds unless you have someone with you, because it did will fuck you, you up. You you <laughs> not lift with your legs, sir? Like, apparently not. I lifted like, my straight, straight up abdomen, before. and then suddenly you have three fucking hernias. <laughs> You're like, oh, Ooh. I can't do anything. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs>
0: yeah. Every time somebody checks out a, um, a light kit at my work, I have to get that motherfucker off the show, <laughs> take it down. What's it called check the lights, right? And I'm like, at first when I, when I when I started working, I was like, man, it's been a while since I played with these things. I was like, I wonder how heavy this. I was like, oh, I'm like, okay, um, all right, we're, gym, we're bringing man. this now. I'm like, holy shit, man, shit's heavy, man, shit's yeah. heavy. I think
2: yeah, we had this like laptop case for like our virtual uh days, and there's like fucking. <laughs> Ten laptops in this motherfucker. They're all dense as shit, and this case is like it, like. Jesus. That's probably what's in it. So.
0: Yeah. Great times. Damn, bro. <laughs> oh my god, bro! But uh, of course, Aiden, he what's it called? You're back, bro. We couldn't get you for December, so he said, "Fuck it, we're gonna do something in November." We'll it up to November.
1: Hell
0: fuck yeah! yeah. We'll it up to November. It's our
1: show, we can do what the fuck we want.
0: Yeah, that's right, bro. We can do whatever the fuck we want. No, And I told Brad, I'm like, Brad, we haven't done Ingmar in a long time. We haven't talked about Bergman. I was like, can we, can we, we should do it. He goes, not without Aiden. Up. And he goes, not without on, Aiden. But,
1: but you got to get Aiden.
0: I was like, fuck it. Let's see if Aiden has November free. And Ugly, he's,
1: he's on the mend. So we got him <laughs> in that me, time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I got him to to dust off the, the box set from Criterion and I got him to fucking it was, it what? was
2: dusty as fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet, bro. <laughs> oh man. I didn't get in a hernia. What you been up to, bro? you been, you been I know you've been shooting a lot. I know you've what's it called? Uh you've been working a lot, but uh Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, taking some more photos, I guess, as I've been recovering and stuff too, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah, I got a crazy couple months of other jobs and stuff coming up, but Yeah.
0: Good. Damn, we bro, what's it called? We good? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have what's it called? Uh, um Beyonce with uh, a what's, what's her uh, Carrie Ann Moss again, or are you gonna what's it called? See Keanu again?
2: Uh, I mean, we will find out. It was just with M Night Shyamalan again, like last yeah. week.
0: Yeah, Brad. Or...
2: Yeah, is he making a good movie this time? Uh, it seems like, like Knock at the Cabin is yeah. What he's working on. Was, we got to be on like the original set of it, which was pretty cool. Um, hmm. Ooh,
0: yeah. Knock at the cabin. Brad Aiden, what's called, told me, dude, you will not believe what M Knight just said. And I was like, what's up, man? He goes, he loves your name, bro. <laughs> he goes, what are you talking about? And he goes, he said that Raoul is such a great and powerful name, and it's like a really beautiful name. I was like, damn, bro.
1: Damn right. Damn right, M Knight. Damn yeah, right, M
0: Knight. Thanks, M. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> no, he knows <laughs> he knows. The twist is maybe, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. That is the twist, hey, bro.
1: You never know.
0: Yeah i'm sorry i'm not I'm, I'm thankful thankful for you loving my name but god damn i did not like old i did not like old
2: um, <laughs> this next one seems like it might be more interesting but we'll see we'll so what see. were you doing on the set just anything and everything um yeah we were kind of doing like just content with him like pro- promo shit for like whatever yeah. so he just him on the set like in the cabin like hey whatever the fuck thanks for checking out the movie we're like blah, 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 whatever so was there an actual cabin yeah, like they. Yeah, it wasn't actually like it was in a soundstage. Like they built this whole fucking cabin. It was insane. Like there was oh, wow. so much detail in there. Damn. Well, that's wow. what they did in yeah. Nope, right? They built that whole house and had the lights like over
0: it and shit. Pretty much, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, Brad. Uh, Brad uh, what's it called? Aiden does like comes with like the promotion stuff when they're doing these films. Like he's been on set with Carrie and Moss and Keanu, and he's what's it called? He's uh,
2: with like Jesse Eisenberg or whatever today from the Social Network. Weird kinda yeah, uh... strange guy. Yeah,
0: I <laughs> you mean, don't have to confirm it, that for us. Bro. No, if you've
1: ever seen a movie role of his, you go, Yeah, kind of weird.
0: Like weird, weird Lex
2: Luthor. Even in more so in person, he was just like seemed <laughs> nice, but like I was like, bro, you gotta relax a little bit. Chastain <laughs> like Aron-
0: a, Chastain too, right? You were there, he was called, you've been in the room with Jessica Chastain. Yeah, and, it was in her house. Yeah. Um I think, I think can... he told us
1: that story last time he was on. Yeah.
0: And um, Brad, uh the director of the new Candyman film, uh the Ooh. one that we liked a lot. Uh yeah, a oh, she was though. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you said the Nia De Costa was super nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, director of the Marvels. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, look, man, once again, it's good to have Aiden back. Um, uh, Stacy, thank you for being in chat. Um, but of course, we are going to commence our, our, our month here. We're gonna be looking at uh more films from Mark Berkman. I won the coin toss, so I will be going first. Well, not the coin toss, so we won the wheel. We do the wheel now, you know. Because ever since we had to give our, you know, reviews to the marketing lady, we started doing this shit earlier. So um I won the, the wheel and I go first and I get my what's it called a uh, um I get the first and last review of this month, and then I also get the uh Patreon mini. Uh but Stacy, what's up? What did you say, Stacey? That's how it wasn't before I leave. Raul handcrafted the car in the final scene, despite the crew protesting that he didn't have to. Yeah, I, I, you see, man, I, I made my own car for uh-huh. that final shot. I believe um, it. Um, and I had it on a soundstage where I actually replicated an actual sun to hit into the frame, bro. Like, I, it was all me. It was all me.
1: I, I wanna, I wanna go back to the wheel though. Um, seeing as uh, it's, it's that ty- type of season, nobody else has seen this wheel. Aiden and I have not seen this wheel. How do we know you will Never seen this wheel though.
0: Because yeah. I'm truthful, bro. I'm never gonna say <laughs> When And there never, was I'm like a mysterious
2: y'all. coin. Didn't Brad always win that shit? <laughs> no, you no, know. I I no
1: Ro would always, always the win
2: the wheel. coin, and there is a coin. Like oh, yeah. there the coin does exist. Yeah, it is 50 cent piece. Hell yeah. yeah.
0: Brad always wins the wheel, but what I started doing now is I do a best three out of five. I used to just spin it once and be like, okay, I land it on Brad. Let's go. Yeah, no. Now I do a do best three out of five.
1: And so huh? he know, now now he knows when I was winning, he just he just rigged it for himself.
0: No, bro, because I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Brad,
1: if it goes different he's like,
2: oh, best three out of five. Nah, fuck back. that. <laughs> I don't even count that one. I'm just gonna keep clicking <laughs> to be till fair, I get Brad,
0: on the last three out of one, five for roll. On the last one, not the one for December, because I already decided December, because um, it was already decided. But for this one, it actually was three me, two Aiden, one you.
1: Can I just say for any Ingmar movie other than the ones we've previously watched, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. I do yeah. no research on whatever movies like y'all yeah. choose or I choose. It's just like, Brad, watch this.
0: Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, okay. Point two. I'm going <laughs> in too. I've only seen what we've seen so far. Um, the only which one I've that... liked.
1: I've mostly liked all Ingmar's movies.
0: Yeah. The only one that we haven't talked on here that I watched on my own was Scenes from a Marriage, which is my favorite from Ingmar Bergman. So. We'll see how that goes. Uh, a lot of Fellini months after the wheel was introduced. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, Brad wanted you know be Stacey's
1: been watching the show for a while. <laughs>
0: yeah, I did want another
1: Fellini month though. I was kind of wondering when we get to that.
0: We'll, we'll do that soon, soon, soon. You know, we'll get to it again. What's it called? December and January are already planned. So let's go. We'll see after that. It, it could also be. Well, no, never mind. But. Um, let's go ahead and get into this y'all as you all can hear. I am feeling a little better So now I can actually speak without having to feel like i'm dying so, uh without a further ado if you have not seen cries and whispers This was released in 1972. So I do have to give you a warning So make sure you get out here. We care about spoilers But if you have seen the film or you don't care about spoilers Go ahead and and stick around either way how any of that goes. This is your one and only spoiler warning and it is, in effect, in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Aiden's like, what the fuck was that? I remember. <laughs> I, I, I was trying
2: to remember which one it was. I know it's changed a few times.
0: It's, it's going to be ingrained into your head this month, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Um, I'll probably, what's it called? Uh, throw it to Aiden. Because, Aiden, you've been studying what's it called? The Swedish language. So I want you to tell me how you say this fucking what's it called uh this uh this this um this original title
2: yeah um I'll, uh, put it like I'll put it in the private
0: chat i'll put in the private chat bro oh,
2: i got it over here it's uh this nigger okay
0: okay okay all right now yeah yeah you go cries and whispers is a well that was the swedish title and it literally translates to whispers and cries
2: yeah, that one's pretty direct. I know a couple of his other films. Like the Swedish title doesn't really translate to exactly what it means in English. Like I know, like yeah. Through a Glass, Darkly, uh, translated to like As in a Mirror, It's not really the same thing. But like you get the idea.
0: <laughs> I think it's easier to market Through a Glass. Yeah, darkly f- for sure. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, yeah.
2: Like I think the Swedish title just didn't make sense. Like as a dra- 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 dra-
0: Whispers <laughs> and Cries doesn't roll off the tongue as Cries and Whispers. Yeah, and
2: yeah.
1: through Through a Mirror, just like there's some Snow White shit going on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cries and Whispers man. is a 1972 Swedish period drama film written and directed by Ingmar Bergman and starring Harriet Anderson, Carl Sylvan Sil- Sylvan, Ingrid Bowen and Liv Ullman. The film set in a mansion at the end of the 19th century is about three sisters and a servant who struggle with the terminal cancer of one of the sisters played by Harriet Anderson. The servant so on, is close to her, while the other two sisters, Omen and Tolan, confront their emotional distance from each other. Inspired by Bergman's mother, Karin Akarblom, and his vision of four women in a red room, Cries and Whispers was filmed at Falk, (laughs) Saxing Nasby Castle in 1971. Its themes include faith, the female psyche, and the search for meaning in suffering. And academics have found biblical allusions. Unlike previous Bergman films, it uses saturated color crimson in particular. After its premiere in the United States, distributed by Roger Corman and New World Pictures, the film was released in Sweden and screened out of competition at the 1973 Cannes Film Festival, following two unsuccessful films by Bergman. Cries and Whispers was a critical and commercial success. It received five Academy Award nominations, including one for Best Picture, rare for a foreign language film at the time. Christopher, uh, Christopher, no, cinematographer Sven Like won the uh, Academy Award for Best Cinematography. And Cries and Whisper won the Gold Baggage, Gold Bagage Award for Best Film and Other Honor, uh in other honors. The film inspired Stage adaptation by Ivo Van Hove and Andre Sierban. I don't know. I, I cannot remember what that one. How that one goes. Um, and influenced by an influenced later cinema. It was com- it was commemorated. It was commemorated on Swedish postage stamps, referring to a scene in which Anderson is still on rec- replicate the. Pietra. I don't fucking know, bro. Pietza. Pieta. Oh man. You know, man, it just we're, it's, it's going <laughs> to happen a lot this month, y'all. I'm really sorry. Um, so um, it's written directed, Okay, we got all that. You know, it's narrated by Bergman, um, edited by Sip Lundgren, and you have some instru- uh, You have some music in there by uh, by Bach and Chopin. And uh sits at an hour and thirty-one minutes, and on a budget of four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow! Um, it made in Swedish currency two million one hundred thirty thousand seven hundred five dollars, and in the United States, it made one point five million dollars. So, yeah, it's fucking success, bro. You could, yeah, you, yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> success. Yeah. All right, man. How do you
2: how do
1: you market this movie?
2: Actually, I actually don't know. Yeah. I don't know. How do you make, you not make a trailer for that? Yeah. That's, a a, that's of, what yeah, watching this. Watch a trailer for Jordan movies. You're like, I don't know what the fuck this is still, but like, let's go. But was that a penis How, there? I think that was a penis. Yeah. yeah I'ma watch yeah. it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I really want to know what the, what the, I'll check it out after we're done here, but I really do want to know what the trailer for this movie looks like because like, you're just going to have random like scenes just linked together. And it's like, yeah. Even as hard as I can try to like like explain the plot to you, I don't think you guys are you uh, the audience will know what it is until you actually see the whole film. But um, yeah, and you can't can't even
2: like really give it like a one liner of like what it's like.
0: Oh yeah, this
1: movie this movie is far more based on emotion than any any movie that I could like go and describe. This movie is just all emotion.
0: Yeah. So we'll go ahead and um, go here. Uh, you know what? Aiden hasn't been here in a long time, bro. So I'm gonna go ahead and throw it to Aiden first. Aiden, what are your initial thoughts on *Cries and Whispers*?
2: Yeah, um, I'm unsure sure how to like rank it um, in with the other films I've seen from him, because I'm so used to his black and white work. But I think like for jumping kind of later in his career, I think it was really interesting way that he's kind of evolved and kind of like locked himself into more of like a stationary set um you know so i think that was really interesting especially with like how he was really playing on that uh just the color red and then like the wardrobe for this film i think was really interesting um as far as like the like what actually like happens i think it was like fine like probably not, like not a plot i would otherwise go seek out in like any other kind of way but i think the way it was presented with the wardrobe and like the the way that it was shot and like with all the color that goes with it, i think was really interesting
0: yeah um i i'm i'm there with you bro um so brad i'll go to you next brad what are your initial thoughts
1: uh like i've just previously said um this film is basically just goes off emotion this is um <sighs> Really, every scene is just a setup to either some pain or aggression. And then the whole set is made just to amplify that. You have just all red walls in this. And that just amplifies everything in this movie. It's crazy how much a set can do that. Um, Also, I'm just going to say this family ain't shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, bro. (laughs) Pretty much.
1: Family ain't shit. Um, and, uh, that, that one sister's probably lucky to have, you know, passed away in the arms of someone who cared for her and those sisters ain't shit.
0: Yeah. I'm a, be- yeah. You know what, Brad? Like I'm, I'm with you on that one too, bro. Like it's incredible how shitty of a family this poor woman has who is in so much unbearable pain. Yet, the person who takes care of her the best is a random person who is being paid to be there. And she is the only one who, like, shows any, like, real affection to her. And in a way, kind of shows her motherly love as well.
1: And and not just to her, to the whole family. Yeah. And they don't deserve, only only the one sister really deserves it. The others are, you know. And I love it. I love how he Ingmar goes into to the past and is just like, you know, how much these sisters ain't shit. This much. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I found the, the film to be so compelling. Um, I really like this. Uh, I don't think that I put it on the level of like a through a Starkly persona or anything like that because I think that I don't know, man. Like I, like I said, Brett, I think there's a lot of movies that you kind of have to feel.
1: Yeah, and, and that's this, this one is
0: one of them like
1: but there there are certain scenes in this like the whole movie as a whole I don't think is up there you know to the ones you just mentioned but there are certain scenes in here where it is Bergman at his best
0: oh yeah yeah I mean if I I can point out some fucking Bergman close-ups in here that I were just like hoof you were you were doing the, some the, great the, stuff the there. whole
1: scene where where Karen older sister is basically talking down to her, her younger sister like that that whole scene is holy god that is some acting yeah like i really thought she hated her like what did she do on set? <laughs> jesus christ <laughs>
0: yeah. i also didn't expect berman to go the route that he goes here like seeing a woman mutilate her own genitals like holy sh- i like that that's some but- mars von trier shit and 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 I didn't yeah, think that was, we'd see that here. Yeah, but like,
1: and, and it's over her just hating her husband so much, and just and it's just like, what the, holy god, this this
2: woman on another level. Yeah. <laughs> the petty is real. <laughs> yeah, I think he he had that in his. I uh, like I read like the little chapter on like his, in his book from this movie, and he had like that was like written in his notes like so early on about that character that she like had such that like hatred for her husband that she does like that specifically i was like how do you how is that one of the first things you think about with this character yeah
1: <laughs>
2: but all I right. mean, i gotta agree though i hated her husband too i'm not gonna lie yeah piece
1: of <laughs> shit yeah piece <pizza> of <laughs> shit
2: i just don't know how that came to bergman's mind like at that time was like you know what
1: well y- <laughs> you, you Just this whole family is just so fucked up. You got the husband who ends up basically causing so much tremendous pain to his wife that she basically hates him and, you know, mutilates herself. And then you have the other husband over there where he knows the wife is cheating and doesn't love him. So he stabs himself. And then when he asks for her help, when he realizes, well, that was a bad idea. She's just like, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man. Um
1: so, so many great scenes in this. I just wish like the pacing had been better in between some of them. But overall, some of these scenes are just like, Holy crap, this is like some of the best cinema.
0: And there's a lot of parts in here that also you can tell like that influenced his style when he was starting to work with uh with color. Cause like there's a lot of in here that he like replicates in autumn sonata, which I know you did not, you didn't you weren't a big fan of autumn sonata, Brad, maybe because it was like it was mostly a bunch of fucking yelling. It was like
2: that was yeah, my same experience. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it in like in public, <laughs> like in like a in like Washington Square Park, they had autumn sonata playing. It was of so all. uncomfortable because it was just like everyone's like trying to enjoy the park and they just hear fucking screaming, and they're like, and it's in fucking Swedish. They're like, What's going on? And I was just like, We're just <laughs> enjoying some cinema in the park, you know. It, it was the time. <laughs> I don't I, know. Uh, I, I
1: will say I will say this. Um this kind of reminds me of like, you know, this is Bergman really trying out color. He's trying different things. And you're really seeing that in this. It does remind me when Kurosawa did the same thing. and Kurosawa is just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with color. Like I've done black and white my whole life, but Hey, and then it's just yeah, like, really bright fucking out colors coming at you. And you're like, this is awesome. Wish I was high.
0: <laughs> yeah. Stacy says, I don't know. They probably use the classic movie trailer narrator. In a world, four Swedish sisters coping with terminal cancer. <laughs> Fuck off. That's oh, Let's make a trailer for this. They, the they probably did,
2: honestly. Yeah. yeah, um, that was something that uh Bergman also said, like in his uh journal, is like that's kind of how it started, was just like that image in his mind for like years of just like, um, of just like a red room. And women in white clothing. And like that was all it was for like such a long time. And he eventually kind of figured it out. Now, did, did,
1: now in the the Wikipedia article, I think you, you read their role that, um, his, he based this on his mother. Was Karen the character based on his mother? Or did it, was he just thinking his mother and three other women in a red
0: room? Inspired by Bergman's mother, Karen Okrublum. And he has a vision for four women in a red room. Yeah, so it is inspired by his mom.
1: Like which one?
0: Karin. <laughs> Obviously, it's cutting.
1: Uh, just it's le- what? Like that's that's uh, his mother was cold then. Like, and I I don't know the biography of Ingmar, so maybe I'm
2: wrong there. But that lady was we can cold assume as by hell. his like seven wives that he probably didn't have like the most healthy upbringing. Yeah. <laughs> probably not.
0: Like I've said, bro. <laughs> If by number three it ain't working, I think the problem is you, bro. I think you're the problem. I um, want to
1: seek some help there.
0: That's a lot of alimony. That's a yep. lot of alimony.
2: Because you know, they he's got those go speed no premiums.
0: <laughs> and then the thing he is probably should like,
2: have thought about that by the, the fourth one. The, like,
0: like <laughs> eh, man, I'm gonna
1: be making movies my whole life.
0: <laughs> like I want to like, retire. I had a beach house school. at one time. Damn it. <laughs> At least the last one lasted more than a fucking decade. Like, Jesus Christ, man. There's, like, some of them where he, like, it lasted, like, ten years, fucking five years, four years, two years. like.
1: I mean, yeah, the the two and five is kind of ridiculous. Like, ten and ten and, you know, whatever the last one you said was. You
0: know. Two decades, at least.
1: Yeah. I mean, at least he got that far. Yeah. I mean, Britney was, like, two days. Yeah.
0: Kim K was like a couple of weeks too, right? Oh yeah. But I mean, you can tell like that. I don't know. There's, there's a lot that Bergman's films always feel really personal. Uh, If I'm going to be real honest, a lot of it like feels personal to the way that he in a way views women and the way that women like work in his movies. Um, And a lot of this is kind of like how a lot of the problems here kind of stem from the mom, the absence of the mom or the mom paying attention to only one kid yeah, and, and only somehow, showing
1: affection and love to that one.
0: Yeah, and maybe but, that's but, why one of your daughters does not want to be touched at all.
1: But but then the other daughter wants to be touched by too much.
0: Too <laughs> much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it is did, in did a you, sense very biblical, too. It's like very, in a sense, oddly biblical.
1: Did you get a sense role in Aiden that sometimes in this film it's like I really shouldn't be watching this. This is way too intimate of like a family portrait that I need to be seeing in this. Yes. Like, I'm just gonna step out.
2: Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Can I walk out of the door? Real quick? Can I go? I'll go hang out in the red room for a little, yeah, so just, a little while. Like, you guys can keep talking in there.
1: I'll go yeah. hang out with uh, the sister with cancer and you know read her a book or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll like, we'll hang out with that do doctor it. and try to seduce him also, but poorly. Before... <laughs>
0: Uh, just i'm that I mean was crazy bro. That do- that well That action was crazy bro and
1: what was it about the doctor that made it so attractive to want like because you look at her and you go okay she's you know she's very beautiful and you look at the doctor you go what <laughs> the Pete Davidson what? of this film <laughs> dude
0: the fucking husband when he finds out about the fucking Fair stabs himself, bro. Yeah, like, he's gotta be mad. She, man,
1: she, she with that guy. He ugly.
0: <laughs> Damn, bro. Like, chill out, man. You ain't gonna stab yourself. Nah, man. You just, just divorce her.
2: God, not <laughs> oh, can't do that. Nineteen seventies Sweden. That's fucked up.
1: And I just, I just love how the end of this, like, the, they, they come together, and the only thing they can agree on is to be shitty to the, to the maid. So That's all they can not, agree on. Be, yeah,
2: just brutal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, um, we, we're gonna give you thirty days, and then you gotta get the fuck out. Um, yeah. you you'll be fine. You're young. You're strong. And then the other one thinks she's doing something by giving her like, I'm guessing five bucks in, in Swedish currency. I don't know. Like, yeah, like a hundred crowns, which is like about four dollars or whatever. <laughs> I mean, if I was that maid, I'd been like, "Yeah, I don't want anything." And then once oh. they got out, I'd be stripping the copper down and be stealing lamps. Oh yeah, because
2: you know they're never they've never been in that fucking house anyway. They just take no, them, and they're probably they never coming back. Shit. And after I got done with that, probably
1: burn the fucker down. And be like, "Hope you have yeah. insurance." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so by the way, fuck! I love that frame, uh, during like the whole uh, dream scene, where. The girl is like lying, like covering her nipple, and she's just holding her like that. Like the one that's like representing that biblical thing that it says in the film in, in the article here. I like but, Mother like, Mary. Yeah, and it's like holy shit, man. Like I don't know, fucking this is on a fucking level on here, and I love. I'm glad that he won the best in Retography for that year because like this shit is some of the best frames that Bergman's films have ever like provided. Because even the close ups like. It's always like you know, try to find the perfect Bergman close up, but like in here, it like it gets fucking close, like really close. Like it's I don't know, man. Like
1: like too close sometimes. That's what I mean. This film feels <laughs> very intimate in places where you know, like I gotta step back because yeah. it just just too much, too much is going on.
0: Yeah, and um and like the red like popping up on the screen as well, which looks fantastic. Um I like well, the with way the that... white
1: dresses, it, it's like yeah, you know i mean bergman used to do in black and white movies so with this he really got to play around with you know yeah. the aspects of color and how what really pops out and yeah white on red really freaking pops out
2: yeah. yeah he said this was um like his only film that you like have to think about in color like he said like i
0: don't think yeah i but, don't think this movie is as uh... effective he has the color
2: hell yeah. yeah he said all my films can be thought in black and white except for this one um I guess he's talking about like how the color red inter- like is kind of reminiscent of, of the soul I guess so maybe that's what he's thinking about
1: um, and, and that's it, it kind of encapsulates everything of this movie which is a lot yeah. of pain a lot of you know just overall just this this movie's painful yeah oh yeah. <laughs>
0: It is it's about fucking <laughs> detachment, bro. Like it's yeah. Just, it's so like, and you by, know, in the you, way, you, you uh, think you're
1: liking one character, and you go, well, oh no no, <coughs> no, no, she no, <laughs> no.
0: It's like the only <laughs> that redhead is no good like. too. The only one you like is poor girl who's dying, bro. Harriet Anderson. Well, the <laughs> poor girl who's
1: dying, and mostly the the poor girl who's taking yeah. care of her.
0: Anez yes, and uh and Anna, like the only two people in this film who you like because. And, and they're the ones who get affected by the actions here the most because even at the end, those two sisters were like, let's just forget about all this shit that we were talking about. Like, let's just go back to being basically who we were, like, not talking to each other all that much and, like, you know, no touching and nothing like that. It's like, so you've learned practically nothing from what happened here. That's, That's pretty right. much it. Like, you pretty much learned nothing and yeah. you – yeah.
2: I thought this was, like, kind of interesting that – um two totally separate films but like harriet anderson in these roles like this one's like kind of on her physical health and then like with through glass darkly it was like her dealing with yeah. mental health and kind of the way that that worked with each of their families like in this case like her family doesn't give a fuck about her
0: mm-hmm. but in the other mm-hmm. film like
2: her brother was like trying to like fuck her yeah i don't know so i was like i was like this is a strange sort of events for our girl harriet
1: she's ingmar was working through a lot of stuff wasn't he I think that that (laughs) island
2: kind of took him uh, into some (laughs) interesting places.
0: Yeah. Um, Can can we also talk
1: about about the priest scene? Like, what the hell?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What the hell, man? Look, man. He said that she had more faith than him, bro. Yeah, we're visiting. Like, you were a priest? What does that mean?
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, why did they hire this motherfucker? <laughs>
0: get,
2: get a holier man than this. He can. They, they, they fly this dude in from Las Vegas. <laughs>
0: yeah. What? I, I guess it's in Sweden you just gotta take the first advertisement you see on the fucking pole, this with night poles or something, and you're just like, Maybe oh, you great. throw a
1: rock and see if it hits a priest, and you bring him in, and like, hey, come on. <laughs> You're not yeah. playing chess with the devil today, are you? All right. <laughs> that
0: that guy there. really was like, ah, I don't know if I believe this. What fuck <laughs> are we going to go through this?
1: Hey, there might be a heaven. There might not. Meh, she'll figure
2: it out before I do. God bless you. Rest easy, bitch. <laughs>
0: Goodbye. <laughs> that guy basically was like the definition of like when you're like five minutes, like somebody comes in five minutes before you have to clock out. And you're like, okay. Fuck it, <laughs> we're gonna do this shit. We're gonna we're gonna half ass like, this shit. Like, I drove even...
1: entirely too far for this bitch. <laughs> Is she a good person? Fuck if I know. Yeah. <laughs> I heard there's an open bar though, so I'm headed there.
0: <laughs> that's the fucking that's the priest from the uh, from Scary Movie Two, Brad, who came to deal with the exorcist. <laughs> oh man, bro, but um. Look, man, I really like this film. I love the look of it. I love what uh, Imar does here. Um, I just think that on a level of what I've seen from his other movies, it doesn't quite stack up there. But I'm going to probably revisit this uh, next year or something uh, and see how I feel about it. I keep telling myself I want to buy that set from uh, Criterion, but fuck, it's a lot of money. So we'll see.
2: Gotta wait for those sales.
0: (laughs) Bro, I'm holding on to my water right now, bro. <laughs> but yeah, any any final thoughts before we get into the verdict? Uh Aiden.
2: Um no, I think so. I think there was one other thing he mentioned that he like wanted to kind of play with more of a like locked-off camera in this one, which you can tell, like maybe sometimes he's trying. But yeah. I like how he kind of abandoned that and like knew that certain scenes just needed that like little like push and whatnot that it had. So like I'm glad that they kind of didn't just try to stick to that just because like they thought that would be cool, you know. They they found like yeah. that part of the story and were like, let's you know, let's not just do like that as a gimmick.
0: He does this like weird zoom too that I noticed that, like he's gonna do in on Sonata. He doesn't do it in, in Scenes from a Marriage, but like it's this like really odd type of like zoom in, and it's like yeah, I don't know. But you know, it works. It works. It works. But Brad, any final thoughts? Hmm. Uh-
1: I don't know. Maybe I'll paint my room red.
0: (laughs) Yo, Harriet Anderson's still alive. Damn.
1: She is. How old is she? She's getting
2: up there.
0: Wait, she was Monica in Summer with Monica? Yeah. Uh, Damn. Respectfully. Respectfully. All right. Brad, (laughs) what is your final verdict for, um, for Cries and Whispers? you know
1: what didn't hate this film but like you said there's a bunch of other ingmar movies that uh you know we think are better
2: but um solid eight out of ten i'd say
1: yeah. i liked it
2: aiden uh yeah kind of the same um maybe like a 7.8 or so like I, I definitely like appreciate it but it's not something i'm gonna go rewatch like a lot like as much as like some of his older stuff it just be painful after a while, I think. Like, yeah, like give me like like I think... a couple years and I could probably rewatch this. Exactly. I don't need... Yeah, yeah. It's not something I'm going to go like <clears throat> think about again in like a month and be like, oh, yeah. I don't, don't need this in my life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to go ahead and go with Brad's uh, score here. It's an eight out of 10. Uh, you know, nowhere near uh, stuff like "Seems from a marriage to a girl, starkly. Fuck. I-, I loved Adam Sonata. So, I mean, I have it up. once ago. I'm not in Sonata over this one, but. You no, know, nowhere near that. Um uh, man. I, I didn't know she was. She played. Uh, so what's it called, Monica, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, bro. Merle's All right,
1: go real quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna watch that one tonight. <laughs> All right, man. I was going to go ahead and put the banner down. Uh We are done. Thank you so much for our uh, for tuning into our review of Cries and Whispers. Aiden, thanks for joining us again, bro.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. See you guys next bro.
0: week. Of course, bro. Yeah, we are going to be continuing on with Imar Bergman next week as we look at Aiden's, um, Aiden's uh, pick, the magician.
2: What is, okay, I forgot what Ooh. I picked for my main one. Yeah. I love magicians.
0: Yeah, so uh, Aiden's is the magician, and then the week after that will be Brad's pick, Sawdust, and Tinsel. Oh,
2: let's go.
0: That was and then idea. we will end the month with Hour of the Wolf, which is apparently his only horror film he's ever made.
1: Is it like a werewolf?
0: I haven't even seen it, Brad.
1: See, that's the thing. No one, to like, ma- may, maybe Aiden has an idea from the book, but other than that, we're just sitting here like, I don't, I like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I wanted to watch it. was
2: like my other pick, so that'll be
0: a good couple weeks. Yeah. It says this man made 70 films, bro. I. Like, there's a lot.
2: I'm not Set. watching all those anytime soon.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's a... fucked on a disc and that's it, right? Like... There are
2: a lot. It's fucked up, dude. Are they do the whole all of them? I don't know. Like all like, there's definitely some of his older shit though that I don't think you can even find on Criterion Channel though. Like some of his like very first See, shit. And from, that's like, how
1: I dude. feel about Curse Out because like they sold off some back in the day. I think to keep the lights on. And it's like, well, how do I get how do I get like Ron back? What the hell? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I we get disc What's it called, the Dursa, bro?
1: Yeah, come on, what the hell, yeah.
0: man? How much are in these, bro? This is crazy. This is the last thing I'll say before we send you guys out, y'all. There's a fuck ton of movies in here, bro. Hold on, how much is this? Thirty-nine films. No, they have not. They did not get everything from them. I
2: got quite a bit. That's
0: more than half. Yeah, that's a lot. And that's there's even more than Link. Eighteen never before released by Criterion.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, there's a so yeah, they, definitely like a big chunk at the beginning. That
1: they reached back of in their the pocketbook and bought all those up, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, bro. Dude, I have a friend who has this this box set, bro. Yeah, Rachel has this box set, Brad. It's hefty. Yeah. It's fucking hefty.
2: Yeah, that's why I didn't touch it after my surge. I was like, I should, I should watch some uh, some films. So I'm nope. like, oh shit, I can't lift that. <laughs> nah, <laughs> that can't on the table right there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a beefy son bitch, right? Yeah. The last one that's in here is Saraband. Okay. So they do have a good amount.
1: You, you, know, yeah. you know, it's pretty hefty when it's got <laughs> handles to carry around in. Like, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, The Fellini set is like 15. And after I covered that one on my channel, I was like, yeah, we're not doing anything after 10 or like six films in a, in a fucking set. That's going to take forever for me to cover. So
1: I mean, it could be worse. We could decide on, hey, we're going to do a Hitchcock year and still not get through everything.
0: (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I'm good. But with that being said, I thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you to Stacy for being in the chat. And uh, thank you to our Patreon supporters who make this possible. Without you all, the network cannot stay afloat. So we want to thank you all so much. If you want to become a Patreon supporter, what do you say? Well, it does have Team Lift Team as part of the, the- <laughs> package. Who listens to that? Yeah. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro! All right, what's um, called? If you do want to become a patron of the uh, the Nerdcore, you can go over to Patreon.com/slash Nerdcore. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, it's on the little banner that's scrolling down there. Of course, if you are watching this on YouTube, we would like for you to please leave a like on this video. Please subscribe to our channel. And when you subscribe, you click that notification bell so you don't miss a single piece of content coming to the channel. If you're listening to this on podcast platforms, make sure you leave a five-star review. It really helps us out a lot. And, of course, we want to thank our producers and our writers brad tell them about our executive producer shane
1: you can follow our friend shane at twitch.tv <laughs> slash xsrk or on twitter at thriftedil, or go buy something from the suppy god at prison city vintage in illinois
0: yep we want to thank our writer tony hey tony you can follow him at real nerdy dad on twitter and then our wonderful kylie
1: kylie in the chat but
0: not today Nope. what's going on? That's three shows already, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Kylie, Kylie must be
1: must be buried under work.
0: We miss you, Kylie. At KyliePLI on Twitter, sports 90 on Instagram. And, of course, if you are interested in becoming a producer or a writer of the show via Patreon, you have to go to patreon.com slash and pledge to the $15 or $25 tier. You get a bunch of cool exclusives, and you get to be a so-called producer or a writer. So with that said, y'all, next week we continue on, but this Thursday we're going to be reviewing Alex Garland's Men as we uh, look at another new release this week. And uh, with that said, oh, Aiden, you'll be here all month, but of course let them know where they can find you, bro.
2: Uh, yeah, Twitter at uh, A Burns B Y R N E S 152 or on Instagram at Aiden A Y D N dot Burns B Y R N E S. Yeah. Hey, man. Cool Thank photos.
0: Thank you for there. coming on, bro. Yeah, well, well what's it called? I uh... only posted some of them
2: again. I feel like there's such a yeah. catalog I have not fucking shared. <laughs>
0: Dude, you need to do the hernia catalog, bro. All that shit yeah. you didn't post when you, when you were walking. Yeah, I, I didn't even <laughs> before
2: the hernias. Then I got the hernias, I was like, ah, I'm not
1: good. Okay, I thought nice you seeing. just had pictures of your hernia. I'm like, no. Bro. I mean... No, you bro, get it's canceled.
0: No, so, <laughs> bro, here you go. Here, here, here's the fucking extra... Uh, here's we, the, we don't uh, need
1: none of that Cronenberg body horror up in here. Just, <laughs> no. Hey, <laughs> Doc, when you're... When
0: you're, when you're in my fucking guts, can you take my fucking GWS? Wait, what's it called? And just take a fucking medium format shot of my fucking <laughs> body? <laughs>
2: Honestly, I should have had him do that, though. It was fucking sick.
0: All right, man. Let's get out of here, Brad. Send him out.
1: All right, Raul. Thank you being host, as always. Thank you to Aiden for joining us today <coughs> and for the rest of the month. Thank you to all those in chat. Thank you to our listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And um, to end this episode, um, I'm glad I'm my only child because those sisters still ain't shit. Young Yoda out.